0: The great House Republicans sell out. Hi, I'm Philip Lumel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the Term Limits Movement for September 21st, 2020. Your sanctuary, Your sanctuary from partisan, partisan politics. politics. On the heels of President Trump's second term agenda, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California has released a very similar document laying out what House Republicans' priorities will be after November. Based loosely on the successful 1994 contract with America that Representative Newt Gingrich famously used to re-win a Republican House majority that year, McCarthy's commitment with America differs with both the Trump and Gingrich manifestos in one major particular. No mention of term limits. What gives? Let's ask U.S. Tournament's Executive Director Nick Tombalides. Hey, Nick. Have you gotten wind of this commitment with America that, uh... Minority leader Kevin McCarthy just came out with last week. It's the new
1: McCarthyism, right? (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so we're really close to an election, a big election. And um, what that has meant historically is that Republicans in Washington are promising to do something to America. First, they (laughs) gave us a contract in 94. Then I think it was a promise— or pledge in 2010 Mm -hmm. and now it's a commitment so i guess that's what the intern in kevin mccarthy's office found in the thesaurus this time commitment
0: uh it's getting dumbed down each time because back in 1994 there was actually committing to specific votes that they're promising to hold including term limits and they did hold a vote on term limits i'll give them that amount of credit Um, But this one is just a bunch of feel good junk, like they're going to cure the virus and they're going to get Americans to work and they're going to, you know, give China a black
1: eye, etc. Can we sue uh, them for breach of contract? Because when you look (laughs) at what happened in 1994, we never got the term limits we were promised in the contract. Uh, There was another thing. I mean, you said it was successful. Yeah, it was very successful politically. They won a bunch of seats. But uh, I don't think they ever actually got around to doing, like, 95% of what they promised to do. I think, you know, they promised to get rid of 100 different federal programs. And I think 10 years after the contract, those programs had grown by, like, 25%. Right. People have right. looked at it and said that it didn't really pan out to anything.
0: Well, by successful, I do mean politically. The purpose of the contract is to rewind the house. They had been wandering the wilderness for 40 years They promised some specific things that were very popular with voters, including term limits, and so it was successful in that sense. They did have a vote on a very weak term limits bill in the Congress. It passed by a majority of the House, um, but it didn't pass with this necessary two-thirds for a constitutional amendment, and they deserve credit for that. But this new commitment to America that McCarthy is coming out is so unexciting, it's hard to believe, and it does not even include term limits, even after President Trump just a week or two ago came out with his second term commitments in which he prominently pointed out to get a vote on congressional term limits.
1: I mean, really, what good is one of these goofy contracts without term limits in it? To me, it feels like Queen without Freddie Mercury um, (laughs) or the, the Bulls without MJ. Term right. limits were the star of the show. Nobody cares about this stuff without term limits involved. So, Oh, sure. This is just, this is just me. I don't know how you feel or how our audience feels, but this whole thing, to me, has the, a very Lucy-holding-the-football-for-Charlie-Brown vibe to it. It most certainly does.
0: Even the Trump promise to uh, recommit himself to term limits for his second term has that feeling to it, too. Because, as you know, he made the prominent promise the first time around. We saw very little action. Basically a tweet or two, and then now he's promising to do it for a second term, knowing that Americans love it. But, you know, is he going to do it? Who knows? I'll give him credit only for bringing up the issue, which Kevin McCarthy is too timid even to do.
1: Yeah, maybe we get a little bit of help from presidential term limits on that because, you know, maybe Trump, without needing votes again in four years, can just do whatever the hell he wants, and maybe he'll actually go after the jugular for this because he doesn't need Mitch McConnell anymore. Or more accurately, you could say— Mitch McConnell needs Trump more than Trump needs McConnell over the next four years. I remember when Kevin McCarthy came in, it was the mid 2000s, and he called himself a young gun. He teamed up with uh, Eric Cantor and some other guys. He released this book, and they said, you know, they were all about 40 years old, and they said, oh, we're really going to shake everything up. We're going to change Washington. Now he's been there 15 years, and nothing has really changed. You know, the young guns have become old timers. Pardon my skepticism. This guy's been there 15 years. You know, he's been a politician for 20 years. I think he's almost 60 years old. At this point, like give it a rest. Nobody is buying what you're selling.
0: Yeah, in fact, this commitment to America is so empty that um let's just simply stop discussing it. <laughs> let's talk about Sen- uh, Senator Ben Sass's manifesto um that appeared in the Wall Street Journal last week. Uh, he came out with a bunch of changes that he felt would help uh, direct the Senate and and make it functional again. Eh, I think they're a bunch of wacky ideas, but they're actually real ideas, unlike the junk that showed up in in McCarthy's empty bromide page. But um, Sasse's ideas, I think, some more wacky, but it did include term limits and other ideas that he felt would actually make some serious changes. So here we have a prominent center calling for turn limits as a Senate priority. We have the president of the United States calling for congressional turn limits as a presidential priority, while McCarthy, in a list of fluff, couldn't even give a lip service to the idea. That shows which side he's on.
1: I like to hear from people who want structural changes in Washington, who want to try to fix the system and get rid of like the perverse incentives as opposed to just you know having a food fight on you know, the the things we see on TV all the time, uh, right. you know, coronavirus is one thing. Taxes are one thing. It's all important. But right. if you have politicians who are there to serve themselves as opposed to doing the right thing, every single one of those issues is going to continue to fester. Uh, nothing is ever going to get solved because the elected officials are responding to the wrong incentives. So I like anything that will fix the fundamentals of Washington get that straightened out, and then other issues will follow.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that's partly what we're trying to do with Turn Limits. It's a process reform. It's not about one single issue. It's about making the system work so that the system can address these important issues, which it's not currently doing.
2: Lifetime politicians ruin Christmas. Legislators, anxious to further weaken their own term limits, placed Issue 2 on the Arkansas ballot. The current limit is already a loiteringly long 16 years, thanks to a dishonestly worded, legislatively-referred 2014 ballot amendment, which weakened the voter-initiated limits. Voters came back in 2018 to restore the original six-year House and eight-year Senate limits placing a measure on the ballot that from various public reports received nearly 80% of the vote, but an Arkansas Supreme Court decision forbade counting those votes. Still, politicians are back with another term limit attack. Issue 2 lowers the 16-year limit to 12 years. Huh? Lowers? Stay with me. Issue 2 grandfathers everyone elected this year or before Current office holders get the full 16 years, plus no lifetime limit, that gets next, allowing politicians to return for another 12 years after a short break. No wonder the citizens group, Arkansas Term Limits, opposes issue 2, calling it the Lifetime Politician Amendment. Not unrelated, there is also issue 3. Arkansas legislators have repeatedly attacked term limits and the only way for citizens to get a real term limit on the ballot the citizen petition process. Advocates acknowledged the amendment issue 3 would make it harder to qualify proposals for the ballot the Arkansas Times Max Brantley explained but generally saw that as a good thing. One poison pill provision of issue 3 would slice six months from the petition process Moving the deadline from warm, sunny July to cold, dark January. And forcing campaigns to flood Christmas shopping with petitioners trying to gather signatures. Call it the Ruin Christmas Amendment. Putting two and three together, the Lifetime Politicians Ruin Christmas Amendments. This is Common Sense. I'm Paul Jacob. For more Common Sense, Go to org.
0: Well, let's move on from the former young gun, Kevin McCarthy, to another former young gun, Chuck Grassley. Happy birthday. <laughs> he's, he turned 87 years old last week. And he's running for re-election this year, right? He Well, he's not committing. He's going to see how he feels, but he may, um, if he feels up to it, he says that uh, he is planning on continuing to run for office. Yep.
1: I could not believe the sheer number of years that Chuck Grassley has been in politics. Yeah. He was elected to the Iowa legislature in 1958. <laughs> and he has been in elected office continuously since that point. That's so right. he was sworn in 59, 61 years in politics. Wow. He spent 16 years in the Iowa legislature. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much a political career right there. Before moving to Congress in 1975, and now he has spent 45 years in Congress. Yeah. Is that not crazy? It is crazy. This guy, he spent 61 years in elected office. If you think about it, just like, you know, 100 years ago, Americans were not even living to 61.
0: You know, it's funny. We're picking on Chuck Grassley here. Not really picking on, but we're bringing up Chuck Grassley here because it was his birthday last week. But, you know, he's not the oldest person in the U.S. Congress. Don Young in Alaska. Older, and so was Diane Feinstein in California.
1: Maybe he should be a young gun. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he formerly was back way before I was born. Don Young, I think, is one year older than Grassley. He's the only congressman from Alaska, and he has been Alaska's sole representative in Congress since um, 1972. I think Alaska has o- had only one congressman mm-hmm. since 1972. Which is pretty amazing because the state is not that old. You know, Alaska was founded in 1959. So, for a majority of its history, it's only had one congressman. Yeah.
0: Now, Chuck Grassley, in spite of his long tenure, claims to be a supporter of term limits. Do you know that? He even reiterated that. In fact, we talked about the uh, Ben Sass Manifesto in the Wall Street Journal last week. In response to that article, Senator Grassley reiterated his longstanding verbal support, at least, for the idea of term limits. He said, oh, yeah, it's got some good ideas in there, but some bad ideas in that article, but uh, I still
1: stand by term limits. That's what he said. Do you think maybe it's like a 70-year term limit that he favors? And, uh <laughs> Maybe just one more term, and he'll get around to stepping down. I mean, it's ridiculous. How do we let people get away with this?
0: I don't know. But I tell you what, saying, as you and I know, saying your turn limits doesn't mean a thing. If you look on turnlimits.com and look at the uh, congressional scorecard, you'll look under Senator Chuck Grassley, and you'll see that he has a grade of F. And it has nothing to do with his long tenure. We do not ask people to self-limit. What we ask people to do is sign a pledge, to uh, co-sponsor and vote for a tournament's amendment bill and he has done neither
1: doesn't it sort of insult our intelligence though at a certain point where it's like we see how politicians operate we watch them when they're running for re-election and they'll say things like well, I want health care for every American, so I'm going to introduce the Universal Health Care Act, and we're going to crush ISIS, and I've got the National Security Act, and I'm going to push that very aggressively. But when it comes to term limits, the extent of Chuck Grassley's support is when he's in a diner somewhere in Pella, Iowa, and someone says, hey, Chuck, you support term limits? He goes, yeah, I do. Yeah. And that's it. What are you, right. you going to do about it? I mean, that amounts to—it doesn't amount to a hill of beans,
0: Mm-hmm. As a senator, Chuck Grassley served on the Judiciary Committee, which would be – in fact, has, was chairman, and that would basically be the origin of a constitutional amendment um, before it gets a full vote. And we saw some action on this just a year or two ago when Senator Cruz, who is a genuine internalist supporter, actually got a hearing on the congressional internalist bill and had our own Nick Dombolides, yourself, um, testify – in front of the Senate on the issue. Now, that's taking action, trying to push the ball forward. Of course, he ran to a brick wall because other senators didn't go along, but that's what you expect from someone who actually wants to see movement on a particular idea. Action. Not just talk.
2: This is a Hey, everyone, I'm Matt Lieberman, and I am a Democrat running to represent Georgia in the United States Senate in the open Senate seat election. I support term limits because if we had term limits, then at least for half their time in office, senators would not live in fear of primaries from political extremists and would be able to actually represent the people we're supposed to be representing, which is most of us. That's why I signed the U.S. Term Limits Pledge.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of No Uncertain Terms. President Trump included past congressional term limits as one of his core priorities for a second term. Let's let him know that we support this idea and urge him to secure a vote on the U.S. Term Limits Amendment that is waiting for a hearing right now in the U.S. Senate. Go to termlimits.com Trump and ask the president to break the logjam and get a vote on SJR 1. It'll take you two minutes. Even if you're skeptical about his commitment to this issue, let him know that. Dare him to prove you wrong by having a vote. That's com slash Trump. Thanks. We'll be back next week. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review. The No Uncertain Terms podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and now Google Play.
1: U-S-T-L